And welcome back to part two of Wings, Beers, and Tears. The medical episode. Yeah, the medical episode. Yeah, CSI, Wings, Beers, and Tears, for God's sake. So we just came off talking about how uh, kind of ridiculous it is that we have, uh, you know, an elite franchise and pro athlete uh, kind of getting green-lighted to play with a very possible pre-existing condition that uh, um, may or may not have, you know, caused his uh, season-ending injury, and he's out for a year. And we know all too well about that in this area between uh, our college and professional teams. And most recently, last week, uh, during the week of OTAs, uh, we had more drama from Redskins training camp because why not? It's the Redskins, and they're dysfunctional and drama-filled all the time. This week, it might actually be something relatively significant, though, because Mr. Trent Williams, arguably the best tackle in the NFL, depending on who you talk to, um, is uh, quasi-holding out slash beefing with the Redskins medical staff, and we're kind of screwed right now because um, our offensive line is not very good to begin with. And if even if he's in the top five tackles in the league and he's not playing um, – I wouldn't start Haskins ever because they're just going to get him killed. I mean, seriously. It's a concern. I think uh, this is a money grab. Uh, it's all about leverage. Um, the way my understanding, the way the contract is structured, um, he can play this year. He has two years left on his deal. He can play this year, and the Redskins can cut him next year with almost little or no cap hit uh, and or very minimal cap hit. So, Doesn't he have to play this year? I mean, he can hold. I mean, he out. can do a Le'Veon. Right, he bell. can do a bell, right, and he can just not get paid and lose whatever thirteen, ten million dollars, whatever he gets paid. I would rather that happen than us bite the bullet and give him a, a long term deal. Doing a long term deal is idiotic. He's, uh, you know, he's getting up there. He never finishes a season playing That's true. sixteen, and so it's only going to get worse, you know. And this is what the great organizations do. They realize when players have hit their maximum and they're on now on the de- decline. And they let go players who are popular. And he's very popular. I think he's a very athletic offensive tackle. Oh, absolutely. I think he's a great elite pass blocker. I think he's an average run blocker. Mm -hmm. Um, His effort is not always there. He's kind of a diva. Uh, But he has been a good player for the Redskins. He's been tremendous. But it's not somebody you should break the bank for because his, in my opinion, the, the, the data will support the argument that his production is going to decline now. Right. And you cannot pay him and use up cap space and treat him like an elite player when he's probably not going to be an elite player. Let me throw this out there because I, I, I agree you can't break the bank, but what you might be able to do is keep the annual cap hit the same or even reduce it at a couple of years on the end because you're really hurting these next couple of years with, with Alex's contract. Once he goes, it's not such a big deal anymore. So maybe, you know, drop his annual two mil per, add two more years on the end at that rate, everybody's happy. Yeah, in a perfect world, I would agree, but it sounds like he's disenchanted right now with the, with the franchise, certainly the medical staff, and I don't, I don't know that he's going to uh, bite the bullet on that. I think that's a red yeah. herring. Yeah, it I, might be. I think, that, might be. I think that's his agent saying, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's not happy with the fact that they didn't diagnose it properly, correctly, whatever his issue was. Right. And certainly that's something you would expect a doctor to be able to do, and he's probably pissed off. But at the end of the day, I think this is all about money, and Jeremy's probably correct that the most likely thing they're going to do is he's going to sit out for a week or two of camp, and they're going to say, we'll give you another year. 
right? We'll add on one year or something like that or, or do some fi- something financial where they can withstand that it's not huge, but the distraction gets eliminated. He comes back to camp two weeks before the first game, you know, practices for two weeks and is ready to play. Plays, that, his, plays his standard 10 or 12 games. Right. That's what's going to happen. And <laughs> no then, way he's going to make but, it. But, you know, he's going to injure his shoulder. Um, it's inevitable. And he's going he's, he's gonna to play 11 or 12 games this year. Yeah, I think 11 or 12 would be a low for him, though, wouldn't it? I mean, it's usually 13-plus. He always hurt every week, but he usually rolls himself out there. Yeah, he's always on the injury report, but, yeah. you know, finds a way to play. So here's, here's where I'm conflicted because Jerry brought something up a couple pods ago that was dead on. <clears throat> we were having the debate about whether Haskins should start, whether he should play, when do you integrate him into the offense, that kind of thing. My fear with Haskins is clearly more long-term because I think we're going to suck this year no matter what. So if we're going to suck this year and Trent's going to be a dick, well, let him hold out, let him do whatever, don't bite the bullet and just suck this year, but then don't play your franchise quarterback. Well, you got to play him. Well, at some point, yes, down the road, and, and hopefully by that point, some of the kinks are worked out, maybe somebody emerges, maybe they're, they're able to run the ball 35 times a game, and, 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 and his, all his dropbacks are either from the shotgun or they're a quick three-step and get rid of the ball, but he's got to know you're not going to be a hero because whether we win four games or six games doesn't fucking matter. You're our guy when we are healthy, when we have the new coaching staff in place and everything else. So I'm very conflicted because part of me says Trent has to play or else Haskins is essentially just a non-starter this year. I would bet you dollars to donuts that that also went into the Trent Williams thinking in terms of his age is that we have like a, this we, giant, like yeah, well, he's we, got like a chessboard. Yeah, <laughs> you know what is you know it, it's, it's more not leverage, absolutely. It's not that complicated, right? No, it's not. This, this is the chance where where you can either. Uh, get an extension or get to a team that'll give you an extension. And the leverage is you have this medical staff who's under scrutiny and they misdiagnosed you for a short time period. So put that out there. And also they got Dwayne Haskins. They want to play and they're not going to play him if you're not out there. So Mm -hmm. this is an opportune time to do it. um, So to make sure that their investment is protected, that is something that they need, the Redskins need to think about. And I'm sure they are thinking about, but that's a valid point. Well, they are thinking about it, but if this franchise has shown us nothing, their their inaction when it comes time to making the tough decisions has has always been at the top of the league. Those yeah. those guys sit on their hands and then do some absolute awful PR stunt and and try and justify it. And and everybody that has half a brain looks around and goes, "What the fuck are they doing?" I'm more interested in the contract that Sheriff's going to get because he's his re-signing is more important. Than Trent Williams is resigning because of the longevity left because, in his career. Yeah, because he's a better player now, and he's going to be a better player for longer periods. Didn't you hate him when we drafted him? No, really? No, I like that. I, I thought like you him. told us that you don't draft a guard this early. No, I'm pretty sure you said that. I did. I hated Josh Laribas. I hated that guy. Oh, I know you hated Laribas. That was a whole different story because that guy sucked. Well, they but, drafted. I thought they had drafted Sheriff to play tackle because that's what he played in college. But then they moved him over almost immediately to guard. So right. yeah, they, I think it was actually uh, Gruden so you don't take a Yeah, it was Gruden guard. saying you don't take <laughs> You know what that you, was Gruden. You got me a guard. Because yeah. he was I mean, making fun right, of right, the right. drunk guy who got fired. Because <laughs> everybody was lauding. Yeah, he was he was la- he was lauding how great Scott McLuhan was. Like, what are you talking about? The guy got me a guard. <laughs> how hard is it to get a guard? Yeah, uh, that's pretty much well, apparently pretty like hard. And, yeah. and now he's an anchor on your line. So who we got now? What's his name? The kid from Indiana? Martin. Martin. I love that guy. I love that guy. Your boy Martin. He can play like every position. He benches 500, squats 250. <laughs> Perfect <laughs> one. <laughs> no, but seriously, if uh, it, it's so funny how the skins work too because 
every year I, I laugh and I say they're going to go eight and eight, but I'm only half joking because they usually are seven and nine or eight and eight. And, uh, they actually on paper right now look pretty decent in a lot of areas that I thought they were just going to be terrible in front seven and running game, dude, their front seven is nasty legit. And right now their secondary is shaping up a hell of a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, Jay Gruden said Fabian Moreau is one of the best uh, players in you know, at a mini camp. Of course, it just so happens to be the position that everybody's concerned about. Yeah. <laughs> right. He always says Colt McCoy's awesome. He's the worst player in football. I can't even check my Twitter mentions this time of the year, though, because half of them are some Redskins beat writer, and it's like a 10-second thir- clip, and they're like, oh, look at this look at this out pattern. Oh, amazing. Haskins zip on the ball. I'm like, holy shit. He's in a T-shirt. He's throwing the ball in the backyard. Haskins reminds me of John Allen Ferguson. Kind of overweight, <laughs> has a good arm, not very mobile. Well, if you guys from Damascus remember that guy. I want to I get back on shitting on the Redskins management for a second here, even though I don't know if uh... – we were actually on that train, but I'm going to go there anyway. You know, a few weeks ago, we were actually lauding the front office for a pretty solid draft, maybe even creative. Cheers to that. And, it was a and, great draft. You know, it was a good draft. And they go, and then they just crap all over themselves with this Trent Williams thing. And it's just like, can we, you know, it's why we can't have nice things. And I hate that cliche, <laughs> but so Jesus true. Christ, these guys are such morons. Well, the- I mean, how do you let this stuff happen? I swear to God, Bruce Allen is running yeah. the, the front office like it's like 1984. But I, I don't see what they did wrong. No, but they, they, well, this, is, this is a guy yeah. who's aging, who knows his next contract is not going to be as lucrative as his last, and he wants more money. So okay, this so you happens. know what they're doing wrong is exactly what you said earlier, what the good organizations do. New England or somebody else, this would have gotten out. It would have been a story nationally because it's New England. And then somebody would have had the balls to make a decision. Hey, shut that guy up. He's either gone or, or we're signing him or doing whatever. And they take a road and they stick to it. And then... Well, they haven't had the opportunity yet. I mean, honestly, I, I, I love trashing the Redskins, but I don't think they've done anything wrong. You have a player who is trying to maximize leverage to get a better deal, and they're not—they're playing it smart right now. They haven't—they're not going to commit to a long-term deal, but they also don't know if he's bluffing or if he's really serious. If he's serious, you got to get rid of him. And to that end, you are one hundred percent right. I guess it's just my cynicism at this point with this with this oh, organization. I get, I get it. Tells it. me they're going to go the down the wrong road. The exact same scenario: the Pittsburgh Steelers get the benefit of the doubt. Well, they'll do the right thing. We all Fair believe point. that the Redskins will blow it because yep. that's what they always do. Sure. And you guys might be right, but they haven't blown it yet. It's not their fault because Trent Williams decided one day mm-hmm. not they to will. show, they not to show up. It. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, when Bruce Allen gets on there and says Trent and I talked and I know the real deal, but I'm not telling you what it is. Yeah, fuck you. You know, that's the same right. Bruce Allen. But I, I haven't. I'm not ready to criticize them yet for the way they've handled it. Well, even the most recent history, though, just leads you down the that wrong road because, you know, from Alex, of course the injury is unpre- you know not preventable, but how many surgeries did he have to have? Geis, they had to redo some stuff. Colts had three for for you know his leg, Absolutely. and now this, God bless Colt. <laughs> whatever it is. And you know, I, I, I'm stealing this from uh, you know, one of the beat writers, Craig Hoffman, but he said they have done some things well. They went from 32nd in the league. Uh, in soft tissue injuries to 19th over last season. You know, huge improvement. In other words, strength and conditioning is getting better. They're doing some things right. But then they sell the most important thing to this team, medical staff, basically for ads. You're right. Anova, good hospital system. Are they the best equipped to handle the NFL, an NFL team? So far, it doesn't look like it to me. You might be right, man. That that might be a legitimate criticism. All and, on and, 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 and 
you know, falling back to what I said during the NBA talk, I just, it's unconscionable to me that we have the resources that we have this day and age with these franchises. Billion dollar franchises. They're printing money every day. And they got minute clinic, you know, doctors. It doesn't make sense to me. It's absurd. That's kind of slander, but sorry. Switching uh, gears, uh, I have been reading out of the first mini camp and, you know, the, the, Gruden will get out there and praise everybody. I mean, he never says, "Wow, he looks like crap." Can't believe we. But be Mon- wonderful. Montez Sweat apparently is a freak show. Uh, what other players are calling him a freak show? That's when you know something's good. When the other players come out and so you, they I think say, he's going to be the guy that that is really going to be the steal of the draft, right? I mean, I think the the the, the seventh round pick from James Madison is going to be the steal of the draft. He might because be. he's going to be the slot corner. In in so no joke apparently Jimmy Moreland or what his name uh, yeah. is yeah. apparently yeah. he's just he's see back in great draft seems like I mean, I mean we'll it really throws, does but. Sean Springs came out and said he's our best corner bar none of anybody on the on the roster right now I think he's Josh, better than Josh Josh Norman, Norman agrees <laughs> but then he comes out and he gets like three picks in a in a practice but that's crazy I mean I think Norman forgets he plays who's playing sometimes. John Allen Ferguson <laughs> is he throwing <laughs> the ball. <laughs> Just throwing up ducks up there. Yeah, I mean, is he is he is he throwing it like overhand? You know, like with it spinning over it. It's a good visual for the pod, Jerry. No, I mean it's just you know, but you know, you have a nut. I don't care what coaches say because they're going to in in front office people. But when other players come off and say, "Wow, that guy's really good." Yeah, no. When you're when you're at a pro level and everybody's a freak, and then they go, "Oh shit, look at that guy." Yeah, he's and that's at what, next level. That's what they say about Jimmy Moreland. Is that his name Jimmy Moreland and Sweat? Even the even the freaks say he's a freak, you know. And now whether or not he has any technique, they have, you know we'll see. But in terms of running, when he's beating your wide receivers right. and he's your outside linebacker, hmm. Now now he's a beast, but you know with all due respect, the wide receiving core of this team is, yeah. is yeah, not exactly beating, something to write home about. Dachshund. Uh, uh, apparently, Doxon's tearing it up. I always oh, training camp. I, 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 didn't I, didn't Gruden just come out and say I'm not sure how much he's going to play? Yes. Like, I don't like know if it's like... the day after, yeah. every one of the insiders got on there and they Can't just gushed, touches. They gushed about Doxon. He's like, yeah, he's still got a lot of technique to work on. But usually he's been really high on him and now he's like, well, I'm not sure with all the weapons we have. Like, what weapons? <laughs> Dude, Frankie can go out there and play slot receiver. Trey Quinn. Trey Quinn. No, don't get me started. Yeah, Frankie and him are the same size. <laughs> Trey, Trey Quinn gets injured in the third preseason game. I'm calling it. That's probably probably a good point. You know, and you it, know what? It's going to be some special teams injury in the yeah. third quarter when he shouldn't even be playing anyway. It'll be some sort of slant route that nobody's around him, and he just <laughs> trips on the twenty-five yard line. And is you know, I'm, I'm Trey Quinn. If I hear that guy's name one more time, watch him have like one hundred and six balls. Trey Quinn. I told you he might have a hundred targets, but he might only get like twenty catches. I don't think he's going to play a hundred snaps. Who, who, Trey Quinn. Trey Quinn. Trey Quinn. God, I hope he doesn't play a hundred snaps because you know, it just shows how bad we're going to be. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I still think it's five and eleven city. No matter if John Allen's quarterback or Dwayne Haskins their quarterback or Case well, they've Keenum. got they've got to show this fan base that they are riding the ship with regard to their approach to the future, um, their investment in some younger talent, and they're going to have to make some difficult decisions with the likes of Trent Williams and some more popular guys that that, that have been good Redskins over the years. And it, yet again, I'm not confident that this regime can do anything. Other than, you know, put duct tape on the, on the gaping holes and just hope and pray they catch lightning in a bottle. One Trent season. Williams will not miss the season, even if they don't give him a new contract. I just don't believe it. I don't yeah, believe probably it. not. I don't believe he's built that way. 
Um, he's pissed and he wants a new deal, but I don't think he's going to lay Le'Veon Bell and sit out the whole year. I just yeah, don't I think, think he's he too old. I hope not. I hope not. Oh, well. Well, that wraps up our Redskins talk. And as usual, they are the talk of this town. They they zap yeah. all of our energy. Even in June. I know. It's Boo. crazy. Did the hey. Caps sign anybody? <laughs> Free agency hasn't started yet. So please <laughs> join us. So that's going to wrap up part Mojo. two. Let's, uh, let's move along to part three where we're going to do some uh, some U.S. Open previews, Jerry. PGA. Oh, PGA, damn it. Come on. <laughs> PGA. And uh, join us in part three, if you will.